good morning and thank you for once again joining me in our study of the book of Leviticus. This is our last one and so I hope you've enjoyed it just as much as I have. Uh, this morning we're covering ver uh, chapters 25 through 27 and we'll conclude at the end. Uh, as we have been doing every single time, we're trying to make a direct line from the book of Leviticus to the gospel of Christ. We're trying to see how Christ in His person and in His work has accomplished and satisfied every single dot of the law. There's not a line that's been missed. There's not a dot that has been left out. Every single part of the law has been fulfilled and every single part of the law points to Him. And this uh, section of Scripture is no different. We're going to really highlight in on uh, chapter 25. Let me read verses 10 through 12 for you. It's about the year of Jubilee. It's the 50th year uh, in Israel, every 50th year. And you shall consecrate the 50th year and proclaim liberty throughout the land to all its inhabitants. It shall be a jubilee for you when each of you shall return to his property and each of you shall return to his clan. That 50th year shall be a jubilee for you. In it you shall neither sow nor reap what grows of itself nor gather the grapes from the undressed vines, for it is a jubilee. It shall be holy to you. You may eat the produce of the field. So let me kind of sum up what would go on during the 50th year, during the year of jubilee. During the year of Jubilee, it was a time of restoration. It was a time of redemption. It was a time where God restored things to where they were naturally. Now, outside of the year of Jubilee, a lot of things would happen. There would be famines that would come up. There would be people who would get rich and people who would get poor. There would be people who, through hard times, would sell part of their property, part of the land that God had given them or God had set aside for this clan or this tribe. People would sell that property just so that they could get by. People would, even in very hard times, they would indenture themselves or make a slave of themselves to others so that they could survive or so that they could live on or they could have a chance to keep going. Now. All of those years, those 49 years in between, those 49 years before the 50th year, all kinds of stuff like that would happen. And people would live in light of that. But on the year of Jubilee, it was a year that was holy. It was a year that brought about a restoration and a redemption. In that year of Jubilee, all of the property that might have been sold off was brought back. You were, you were going to be able to go back to your own property. If you were an indentured slave, if you had put yourself under the servitude of someone else to make it through, during that year of Jubilee, you were set free. The year of Jubilee was a time for the people of God to recognize that God is going to restore things to their natural order that God is going to reverse any of, the, any of the negatives, any of the hard times, any of the poor moments of life, any of the times where we had to scrimp and scrape just to get through. God was going to restore and undo all of that. And He was going to bring things back to the, th to the way He had established it initially. Whether you were a slave you were set free. Whether your property was gone, 
that was given back to you. And it was a time for God to restore, to bring about jubilee. And we recognize that in Christ, though now we live in a world that is afflicted and cursed and sinful and dead and dark, that's not how it started out. And in Christ, because of Christ, we're going to see the world creation restored to its original order. We're going to see sin finally put to death. We're going to see the last enemy to be destroyed, which is death, put forever away. We're going to see our sinful behaviors done away with and separated as far as the east is from the west. We're going to see, because of Christ's accomplishment, a year of jubilee, not just for Israel, but for all of creation. We're going to see that Christ is our jubilee. He is our great rejoicing. So as we look through the book of Leviticus, as we see all 27 chapters, the last verse here in the, in the book of Leviticus is Leviticus 27, 34. It says, These are the commandments that the Lord commanded Moses for the people of Israel on Mount Sinai. We were reminded as we were when we first started this, they were at the base of the mountain, Sinai. They were receiving this law from God, and every single one of the laws that God gave has a direct line pinpointing Christ. And Christ fulfilled every last one of them. And all of them showcase the work that He did, the person that He was. And so, as you have read Leviticus, with us together as you look to the future and, re and reading more of the Scripture. And every time you come back to Leviticus, always keep in mind that Christ is the forefront of this book, of this law that's been given, and of every single story that comes about. Thank you so much for joining me as we have walked through Leviticus. I hope you've enjoyed it as much as I am, and I look forward to walking through numbers with you as Brad begins to take that tomorrow.